0: Hi, Peter Borker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guide. Uh, joining me today in the studio is Natasha Ho, who happens to be the CEO of All In Woman. Welcome to today's episode, Natasha.
1: Hi, Peter. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: So, I know that, I don't know whether you've seen it where you are, but especially like in the UK, The last sort of three to four years have been an absolute grind. I know you've had your challenges in the US, perhaps with the division over the presidency and everything. In the UK, we had that thing called Brexit, followed by COVID, followed by lockdowns. And it just feels like business owners just just never have had that proper break. And now that the world, well, markets within the world are now going into recession, It looks like we're closing out 2022 and going into 2023 carrying more stress and many people carrying more resentment towards their business than probably ever in the history of business that I've known people to be in. What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, I think that right now is really a proving ground for entrepreneurs that going through all of the different things that you just mentioned. Um, I remember reading one time that somebody said that millionaires are made during recessions. And it's really like the pressure is on right now. And we're seeing a lot of people who have weathered through many of these things now making the decision to exit. And so I think right now it's really like the, the cream of the crop is going to is going to rise to the top. And so it's an opportunity for you to really structure your business in a way that you can continue to move forward uh, and be able to weather through whatever comes next as we move out of recessions and things like that back into um, a much more fruitful market. But that means that you really have to structure the things in your business to make sure that your marketing is going to be top-notch and that your sales are really going to be able to carry you through that. And my belief around that is that you have to really have a relationship with your business that's going to continue to propel you forward with that. And that comes from being able to have a relationship where you have fun in your business. And I know that might kind of be hard to think of right now as we're going through so mm-hmm. many things. Is like, how do I have fun in my business? But that's really what you have to you have to focus on is how can you enjoy being in this business? Because if you don't enjoy it, that's where, what takes people out. They get to the point where they're burnt out. They don't want to continue. So they move on and they do something else because they don't think that they can stay in the business any longer because it feels like it's it's draining them.
0: And actually, when I, if I look at the last three months of 2022, in the UK alone, we saw a huge increase in companies going into liquidation. And I don't necessarily think they're bad businesses. I just think with... Probably the outlook, the the prospect of having another tough year, potentially, probably was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I know there were a lot of people out there yearning for Christmas to come just so they had that one or two-week respite. But the reality is January is just around the corner and everything that was will reappear as soon as the doors open. So how do... (laughs) How does an entrepreneur actually start start having fun in their business and actually with everything that goes on with all perhaps the financial worries that they've got, the staffing concerns they've got, they've got to fall back in love with their business. Otherwise it isn't gonna work, I get that. But what are the tangible steps perhaps they need to take that would lead them on that journey?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the first thing is that that we talked about this a little before we started the recording that people have, they're in survival mode right now. And so when you're in survival mode, people aren't usually thinking from a place of planning and the future. So I think the first place you have to start with is vision. What is the actual vision that you have for what you wanna create in your life and that you wanna create in your business. And this is not just your goals for the year of 2023. Vision is much more than just a set of goals for the year. Vision is the big thing that you can look at when you're at the end of your days, when you're at the end of your life and you can say, what was it that I wanted to accomplish in my life and in my business and did I create that? And it's the bigger context that you have for why you're doing what you're doing. For me, when I look at my vision, there's two things that are really important to me. One, I want my business to be the, one of the greatest adventures of my life. I'm an adventurer. I'm a traveler. I've been to more than 40 countries around the world. Um, and this is one of the biggest adventures that I want to have in my life is my business. And the second thing that is uh, the context for why I'm in business is I want to inspire a world of Black women entrepreneurs. And that's a big thing I, I, the world. I want to inspire across the world. So in order for me to create from that, to create that vision and bring that vision to life, that's something that I'm going to have to use a lifetime to create. So when you're thinking about your vision, it needs to be something that would empower you for a lifetime so that you can continue to be generated around creating that thing. So that's the first place that I would start is what is your vision and then vision for your life as well. Don't just keep it to the business because the business has to power your life. So what do you want in your life when it comes to financially, when it comes to your health, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your own self-care, all of those things create the vision for that. That's the place that I start with, with every every person I work with. When I work with my clients, we always start with the vision. And then working from the vision, now we can start to think about the pieces that have to happen on the short term to get us there to where we want to be in the long term. And I would start then looking at restructure uh, um, breaking down everything that you're doing in the business to find out where do you need to restructure things to make it so that you can create the lifestyle and the business vision that you have
0: And you think that's an when you got someone saying well i have to do 80 hours a week because can't get the staff can't get this how do you take them out of that space so you can get them to start thinking differently because yeah, I,
1: so
0: first... I know a lot of people mm-hmm. right now they're just stuck. They're just stuck where they haven't got the staff to actually break that pattern and sort of say, okay, well, that sort of sounds well and good, but I've got to deal, deal with the here and now. So it's like a chicken and an egg. How do you break that chicken and an egg situation?
1: Yeah. Well, when I work with people, it's really, I start to ask them questions that they never ask themselves. And so the first question I ask people when they get on the phone with me, I, I tell them they want to go into problem mode. And I, I tell them, okay, we're going to deal with the problems. But the first thing that I want you to, to answer is, what do you really, really want? Think about what you desire. Think about what you want. We can deal with the problems. But if you don't actually know what you want, what are you going to replace those problems with?
0: Right. And a lot of people are focusing on what they don't want, not what they want.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we start with what they want. And then we ask them, and Then I ask them, why do they want it? Because they have to have a good reason for why they want it. And we talk about why that's important to them. And then we talk about why do you think you don't have it yet? And that's when we can start to approach the problem. But the thing here, and this is what I work with people through, is there's something that's not true in the thinking that they have about this problem. There's a lie there there's a false belief that's limiting them and the results that they can create. And so that is really what I'm looking for in that conversation is to understand what is it that you currently believe that's keeping you here because you're create your, their thinking is going to create a result. So if we can change the way that you're thinking about this, we can change the result that you're getting on the other side of this. So for instance, I had a conversation with somebody and they came to the, to the call telling me that they couldn't have this and they couldn't have that. And they couldn't have that. And, um, I asked her like, well, do you make the things that you desire a priority in your life? And she's like, no. And I asked her where that came from. And she's like, you know, I grew up in a household where you didn't get what you wanted. You got what you needed. You got what you got. And so, yeah. And so that she's carried that her entire life with her is that you get what you get. And so when she desired something, she never actually made it a priority. She would never give herself the things that she wanted. And so, of course, she came to this point in her business and in her life now where she's feeling burnt out. She's feeling like she couldn't have what she wanted. And the opportunity for her was for her to give herself the things that she desired versus just the things that she thought she was allowed to have or what she needed to fulfill her bare minimum needs right? and what she truly desired was she wanted to make not just you know people say i want to make 100k or i want to make 200k it's like no actually i want a million dollar business it's like okay that's what you really desire let's go out and create that because if you're only operating from i want a 100k business then that's that's going to put a ceiling on what you're actually going to be able to create so let's talk about what you really want not just what you think you can have
0: Now, burnout's going to be a really big topic. And now there are going to be people thinking, you're going to see it all over social media. Oh, 2022 has been an awful year. 2023 is going to be a much better year. Blah, 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 blah. Thinking that they're, just because the day changes, that necessarily that the fortunes would change with it. But the reality is, look, a lot of people have gone into the end of this year totally burnt out. They're going to have sort of seven to 12 days rest, but then the grind happens again. How do we help these people avoid the burnout in 2023?
1: Yeah. So I think the thing I would start with is what we talked about first, the vision, yep. actually asking yourself those questions. So we've and got that in place. place. Yeah. So you have that in place. That's first, the first step. Then the next thing I would look at is, okay, let's look at what you're actually doing in the business and what's actually working in your business. And I would start to segment, okay, this is what's actually working in my business and write all of those things down. The next thing I want, I would look at is, okay, now if I were to take everything that I have in my business away, and I would just think about if my whole world, my whole business was a playground. What do I actually like doing? What do I actually want to do? What are the offers that I have in my business, the things that I'm selling right now that I really love to sell and that I love to fulfill and deliver on? And I'd write all those things out. And then I would think about who do I actually like serving? Who are the clients that you really, really love to serve? This is one that people often overlook because they think burnout is just about how much work they're doing. But what I've found is actually the burnout often comes from the clients that people are working with. Because if you're serving people and showing up for people that you don't actually like working with, they're sucking the life out of you every single time. And if you're just chasing after money to get clients and you're taking on whoever, just because you're, you know, of course, you're trying to make money in the business, but it's burning you out. So I look at who do you actually like working with, write out their qualities. Write out everything that's about them. How did you find them? Where did they come from? Um, what were the things that they showed up with in terms of what did they know already? What did they have already? Who were they as a person that made them someone who is really ideal for you to work with? I would start to look at that in terms of who do you actually want to work with. Then I would look at okay, how do you want to structure yourself in terms of lifestyle? How many hours do you actually want to be working? How much time do you want to be spending in your business? Then from that place of looking at who you want to work at, work with, what do you actually enjoy doing in your business? And what do you want your lifestyle to look like? Now I'm going to structure the business around that. We're going to look at, we're going to completely go back to scratch with your offers, making sure that the offers that you have in your business, what it is that you're selling is based on who you really want to attract, who you really want to work with, because you might have offers in your business right now that are attracting the wrong people. And if you just picked your offers first without thinking about who you wanted to serve, you're going to attract whoever wants to buy that thing. But if we start with who first and we build an offer around the who will attract the person that you actually enjoy working with. So you can avoid that burnout from working with the wrong people. Then we look at what you actually want to be doing. And we make sure that that is in the offer as well. We take out all the stuff that you think sells, but you don't actually like to do. Um, one of the things I always remind people is sell the thing that comes easiest to you not the thing that comes hard to you, charge the most for the thing that comes easiest to you, not the thing that's the hardest for you to do. So make sure that that's in there. And then are you priced for profitability? Are you actually pricing your offers in a way that will help you reach the lifestyle goals that you have? Because I feel like 90% of entrepreneurs are undercharging for the things that they sell, which again, makes it hard for you to get to the lifestyle that you want to have, because you have to sell based on volume instead of selling based on value.
0: And we've probably seen that more than ever this year with inflation being what it is. And you've just said profit erosion everywhere. And actually, many entrepreneurs are just too damn scared to put up their prices or charge more for that fear of losing a business. So they've ended up working much harder, probably being more miserable for less money. And that's a, that can be a vicious trap.
1: Yeah, And I think everyone sees, people often see their own situation and think, oh, I'm experiencing some struggle in my financial situation. And they assume that that means across the board, everyone is experiencing this or everyone has money, the same money fears that they do. But that's not true. There are still people out there that are spending money. There are still successful businesses that are growing in this time period. So you have to, one, address your own money mindset to know that money is still there. Money is still abundant. I started my business in the middle of COVID and created six figures in the first year that I opened the business and now moved into multiple six figures working through pandemic, working through recession, all of these things. So it's if you believe the money is there, you can go out and find it. But if you don't think there's any money around, you're not even going to make the effort to go find who has the money that you can turn into your customer or your client.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Because like you say, the media will concentrate on all the terrible out there. But there are so many people doing really well and making a lot of money.
1: Yeah, but you have to believe that the money is available before you'll even go look for it.
0: So no, I mean, that makes perfect sense. So if people want to know a little bit more about you, how do they connect with you?
1: Yeah, so I I hang out a lot on the internet. So you can always find me here on the internet. Um, On Facebook, I am uh, under Natasha Ho and you can find my Facebook group. It's called High Ticket Marketing for Creatives. Coaches and consultants, and I actually have uh, a ton of stuff that goes on in there that I offer free workshops, free challenges, etc. So come check us out there. And then I'm also on Instagram at Hey Natasha Boo. It's like an old name, but I still held on to it. It's H E Y N A T A S H A B O O. Those are the the best places to come and hang out with me and um and stay connected.
0: And, uh, thank you for that and you made some really good points probably one thing that i'll take away from today's sort of conversation is if anything going into next year does require a mental reboot and actually you know we'll start focusing on the stuff you love again because yeah it's quite easy to get into that rut i've probably been there myself as well in fact i have been there myself during the whole covid lockdown period where i probably fell out of love with everything and then as the world side open up again, you're kind of playing catch up and you don't realize that that catch up perhaps sometimes does wear you down. Yeah. You know what it's like when you're, when you're in the fast lane, you don't necessarily notice you're in the fast lane till the world slows down and actually Christmas time for so many people is a time where it does slow down and it's just making sure that you go into 2023 with the right mindset with that right reboot, looking for the opportunities, and perhaps a business does need a restructure as well. The world around us is in such flux. Many businesses do need more of a restructure than they possibly would like to believe or admit to. Now, yeah, I mean,
1: there's so things from all of the things in the economy people worried about ai technology all of these things it's like you have to structure yourself and prepare yourself for the future and you also have to like we said have the right mindset and you have to have the foundational pieces of strong marketing strong sales if your sales and your marketing aren't working doesn't matter how great your mindset is you have to have those foundational pieces of strong sales strong marketing bring people in the door know how to close them
0: and the other thing is the way that we bring people through the door and the way we close them has changed. There's no two ways about it. And next year it will be different probably yet again. And therefore we need to be on top of all of this stuff. Now, if anything's resonated with you today and you want a bit more information, head over to balka.com and get in touch. Natasha, thank you for being a wonderful guest. Really appreciate our conversation today.
1: Thanks for having me, Peter.
0: And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail, so please stay safe.